Podcast that we don't really have a name for. I'm Jesse Brackeen, uh, joined by my roommate Andrew. Andrew, welcome. Hi. Uh, this is mostly going to be, from our understanding, sports, low pop culture, entertainment. But right now, the most pressing thing is NBA free agency, and Andrew is undoubtedly the more knowledgeable in terms of basketball acumen. Wouldn't you say so? Yes, I can see your opinion. Just a little bit. Uh, so first of all, Andrew, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your interests, hobbies, and then we'll sort of go into how we met and then just uh, roll into free agency, yeah? Absolutely. I have a lot of interest in hobbies. You know that. Uh, basketball is really my only interest, and I'm not as knowledgeable as even half my friends, so that's pretty bad on you. Uh, Makes but, for fun takes, though. <laughs> it does. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a rec basketball player, uh, like once a week. Uh, still can't dunk, even though I'm six foot six. Uh, but neither can Jesse, so that's okay. I'm closer. Uh, but yeah, I just work. Uh, graduated a couple years ago. Where'd you graduate from? UNT. Uh, degree in Go Eagles. Uh, degree in marketing. They uh, it was a great four years at the university. I loved every every part of that. Uh, you'll be graduating there in like six months. Yeah, I, yeah. Andrew's one year younger than me. Graduated two years before me, right? Two or three? Uh, just two. Just feeling like a real winner now. Uh, so at UNT, what were you involved in, um, and what did you occupy your time with at school? I mean, you graduated with honors, so you're obviously a pretty dedicated student. But outside of the classroom, what were you? I don't know. What did you do for fun? Uh, still not a lot. I still worked forty hours a week. In addition to being in class, I was. Uh, just needed the money. Uh, I was in a fraternity for all four years, held several positions there, uh, was in NT40, so the... NT40 being ooh, the... The 40 most important people on campus. The He's 40, important, y'all. 40 best leaders on campus, but it is kind of voted in, so but don't, I hope none of them watch this. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's awesome. So <clears throat> you're talking about work a little bit, which is where we met. We're, we, we used to work at a retailer that will remain nameless, but we worked together for two years, a little, two, little two bit. Two or three years total, I think. Yeah. Yep. So that's what we met. We've been roommates for just over a year and a half. Um, it's been surprise. Like I've had a lot of roommates and for some reason we have very different personalities, but we get along, I would say pretty well for the most part. And that's mainly because I think, and this, that's kind of why we're doing this as well, as our opinions sort of offset, and we're able to take each other's uh, misgivings, mis- misinformation, throw it back at them, make them feel stupid. And um, yeah, it's, it really creates a healthy dialogue and really healthy friendship. So here we go. Um, anything else that you'd like to add before we get into this? No, I, uh, I would like to... Probably won't want to admit it later in this, but I did not really start watching basketball till like 2013. So while I am a Mavs homer and want the Mavs to win everything, I've never actually seen them win a championship and cared about it because 
Basketball just was not my thing before that. Actually, sports in general was not my thing. I feel but, like I've gotten a lot more into sports Yeah, for now. sure. But in twenty, you said 2013, right? Yeah. So, But then you sort of just took the deep dive in and became a huge, I would say, basketball fanatic, right? Right, but it's just unfortunately don't have the uh, tenure yeah, of, yeah, of, the older, sure. of the older game. So I am a little bit also like I, LeBron's number one over Michael Jordan, whatever. No, I never watched Michael Jordan play. Even if I, like cared about basketball he stopped playing when i was like five so oh actually i think i was like eight to be honest with his little wizards time yeah yeah um but you know it's yeah that is what it is yeah it is what there you go um so what about basketball appealed to you i mean you're you're into sports uh somewhat but basketball you've said has always been sort of it for you and your your favorite your favorite activity and your favorite sport to analyze why do you think that is well what's my least favorite sport the baseball why is that you say that it's boring. No, it's very slow. Not that it's boring, because it is interesting to follow on paper, but not to watch, mm-hmm. in my opinion, unless it's in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basketball was just fast. It was uh, also very fun to play uh, video game-wise. Uh, and in real life, it was the only sport that I could actually somewhat do. Um, but it's just, it's not that I don't like football. I love football, but it's just not the the fast pace of it and the the fact that you could even have a podcast about which, who's going to which team is yeah. it's impressive. It's, it's becoming like a reality television show. It is. Really. It's like, especially with their, their player empowerment where they can do things and, and they have their own personality off the court, whereas NFL doesn't allow that as much. It's, yeah, it's amazing. For sure. for sure. Well, that makes sense to me. Let's get into this. Uh, NBA free agency starts in just under 24 hours. Uh, there are, I would say this is the most intriguing NBA free agency that I can recall maybe since... The decision, um, but there's, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think that I think that this is a lot of big names and a lot of things. Like even LeBron is somehow still involved in free agency, even though he's not a free agent. Mm-hmm. This is, a, I think, a, a very very fun to watch free agency whether it's the most influential or most important it's fun to watch man and i'm learning about new free agents every day doing ridiculous things i yeah. mean like nikola miritich you know it's just there's there's so many unexpected things that are happening right now and that's it's been the most fun to watch since at least 2013 yeah i gotta agree with that um you know although the deadline be or i guess the period begins tomorrow you have all these these reports coming out and some people say tampering uh, you have a lot of guys trying to recruit. Um, you get information that LeBron's trying to recruit people to L.A. The Celtics are going after so-and-so. Nets are doing this, this, and this. So while it starts tomorrow, you kind of have a decent idea of where certain guys are going. On the flip side of that, you have guys like Kawhi, who some would argue is the biggest name on the market right now, now that Kevin Durant is um, unfortunately injured. But I still say Kevin Durant on that yeah. just because of the, the implications of what could happen. Yeah, there's an argument to be made for both of them. Um, I think that the next 24 hours, 40 hours, <coughs> are going to be very, very interesting. And it's just wild. If you go on ESPN or one of these other uh, you know sports websites, it's dominated by NBA. And there's not even basketball going on right now. Like as a baseball fan, I I love this part of the, the season or this part of the sports season because it's just it's just baseball and basketball's just dominating. There there's not a product on the court, but everyone's talking about the NBA. And it's it's just insane to me. Absolutely. It's cause things change every day. I was trying to look up this tweet from uh someone quoted one of Woj's tweets, but he said 
this was seven hours ago, he said. So basically, D'Lo is staying in Brooklyn. And that was his understanding of that. And then today, seven hours later, I have every, like, I have zero belief at all that D'Lo will be in, uh, in Brooklyn. But, like, that's what's so fun to watch. And that's why it's on there, is because you have no idea what's going to happen. You think the chaos appeal, uh, appeals to people? The chaos is beautiful. Yeah, it's really fun to watch, and it's really hard to keep up, which makes this conversation kind of fun because everything can be changing in, in the blink of an eye. Um, let's start with the top five teams before free agency. And this is given the current rosters. No move can be finalized until tomorrow. Um, as it stands now, who are your top five teams? Uh, and I wrote this uh, yesterday, so unfortunately there's been a lot of uh, rumors, uh, rumors and everything yeah. too, but I'll stick to my guns. Uh, top five, I have Lakers, Raptors, uh, 76ers, Bucks, and Rockets. Okay, I have, in that order. I have Raptors, Rockets, Bucks, Lakers, 76ers. So we share the same, same top five in slightly different, uh, a slightly different order. You have Lakers one. Explain, explain that to me. If you would. Two out of the top three players in the league. Ooh, two out of the top three. I mean, yeah, yeah, but you need a, you need role players. You need right. guys around them. Right, well, this is, this, is, uh, this is me hoping to God that either they sign Kawhi with the max spot, which is the only person that deserves that max spot, mm-hmm. or somehow Rob Polinka wises up and signs a ton of role players with no more big fish, you know, just no. you know, $10 million a year players. Guys who are legitimate role players. They know their role in the team, and they're not going to try to Kyle keep Korver. it out. Yeah. Uh, Nikola Mirotic would have been beautiful. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people like that that you could sign multiple for $32 million. So... AD and LeBron James, those two alone already make them a a gigantic uh, contender in in the NBA, especially in the West, where it's super uncertain uh, where everyone's going to be. The West this season, and you know the playoffs are kind of an indication of this. It, I mean, obviously the champions coming from an Eastern Conference team and the Toronto Raptors, the Warriors obviously were stricken by injury. But I would say right now the East is a little bit more, I don't want to say top-heavy, but I would say that the tides are turning because the last five, six years, it's been all West. It's, it's been Western Conference domination and then the Cavs. Um, now has been Western Conference domination and then LeBron James for the last nine years. Okay. Eight years. It's true. He's been to eight straight finals. If you can't tell, Andrew, big, big LeBron James guy. Well, but I'm saying it wasn't even just the East. It was, it was the Miami Heat, and then it was the Cavs again because LeBron James was going to eight straight finals. I think we can agree it was uh, Tristan Thompson was the was the big reason. That who is it? Who is it? James Jones that's on, been on like both of his teams. Is that who? <laughs> yeah, it is? he's the X factor. He's, he's the got X as many. Cha- he's got the same record as LeBron. But okay, so teams. there's no cause for concern. Anthony Davis. And this, I guess this point becomes null and void. I was going to say Anthony Davis did the sort of Kawhi Irish goodbye this season. Just dipped and was like, all right, guys, I'm, I'm outie. Um, but it worked out for Kawhi. I was Kawhi. Saying, how did that work Maybe out, Maybe it's going to work out for Anthony Davis. We'll see. Um, moving on, number two. We, uh, I have Raptors as my number one. You have them as your number two. And that's given if Kawhi Leonard returns. Yeah, if they don't re-sign Kawhi, that, that I, don't, I don't think they're even in the top five. Yeah, agreed. 76ers, your number three. I have the Bucks. I, I mean, I think those two are pretty much interchangeable. Um, the t- honestly, three through five are, I would say, hell, even one through five. There's an argument to be made for each of them, yeah, each of their given spots, and it's just conjecture. Uh, these teams are going to look very different come the middle of this week, but um, I think that uh, 
the only certainties in my mind are the, are the Bucks really, and they have a lot of free agents. Um, they have a lot of guys who they need to resign. I mean, you were talking about today. They just lost Miritich. He's going to play in Europe. Um, Chris Middleton, Malcolm Brogdon, Brooke Lopez, George Hill. Apparently, they're not going to try to resign George Hill. Is my understanding? That's yeah, that's not a huge deal. My argument, though, is that Giannis is going to get one year older, one year more mature, uh, one year stronger, and I think he's going to be even better next year. Yeah, I mean, he's coming off an MVP season, but I think going into next year, he is going to be that guy. Uh, I think there's, there's going to be a, a power shift because LeBron James has been the best player in the NBA for the better part of, of two decades. And I think that this, this coming season we're going to see a little bit different type of LeBron James because he wants to, from our understanding, he wants to play with his son, Bronny, which he is a, a freshman in high school. Yeah, He's got to play four more So years. he has to do four more years. I think it's time, one more year after his contract would end right now. And so this is the first time he's been legitimately injured. This he had season. one injury, right? Does that, I mean, as a, as a big LeBron guy, does that... One injury in 13 one, So years. not concerned? That's not, that's not concerning to me. He's... Uh, I think he's still. I think he's going to be MVP. I already told you that next yep. season, because uh, I think he's going to ball out. He's going to last until Bronny gets there if he wants to. If he changes his mind, like that's whatever. But LeBron James is still going to be the best player on there. Okay, um, I think that I have. Le- I said LeBron, and AD are top eight to ten players. Um, there's an argument to be made that they they are indeed top five players. We'll see what pieces come and play with them. I mean, you hear about Kawhi taking a meeting with them, and it's beautiful. Rob Plink is in such a great position <clears> because if this doesn't work out, he's fired, so go for broke, right? Absolutely. And that's That team, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, is the uh, super team of the Warriors on, on steroids. Better right? than the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, better than the Warriors super team, but maybe not the supporting cast because yeah. even in their, their dominance, they had, uh, you know, Livingston and they had Iguodala and they had all those role players that are that they, they, those are role players and knew they were role yeah. players. I'm, I'm, Sean is the number one pick and he was like, oh, I'm not a number one pick. And they cleared up some cap space after the injury, but I'm not going to act like I understand the cap, the cap at all. Like, Who I, the the Lakers cleared up some cap space. They got rid of some guys with less than stellar contracts. Right, but just week. to get one max spot. Yeah. So, but then where do you go from there? I just. Sign a bunch of vet minimum and, and rookie people to support them that are you know good or whatever. I mean they're in the NBA so they're good, but yeah. they. I, I I believe they're going to sign a max deal to somebody. Mm-hmm. I wish they would. I mean this all this says to me is that LeBron's going to be playing some serious minutes this year, and his body. He's he's a specimen. Obviously, he's one of the most physically gifted athletes of all time. But at some point, you hit that wall. Yeah, I think that's like forty for him. We got okay. it. Okay. All right, and then uh, so we we've all touched rounding out the, again my top five: Raptors, Rockets, Bucks, Lakers, Seventy Sixers. Years Lakers, Raptors, Seventy Sixers, Bucks, and the Houston Rockets. I appreciate the shade, but thank you for including them in your top five. Um, so let's go on to the big free agents in this class. It's the it's uh, Kawhi and KD, the two biggest stars uh, who are on the market. Uh, Kyrie Irving's, I, I think, pretty high up there with them as well. But, yeah, yeah I guess you're right. They're, they're probably the biggest two. But th- th- he's high up there. I mean, Kyrie Irving is still a star, whether he's a bad teammate or yeah. not. It's a huge bummer that this happened with, with KD. I, I think that 
nobody likes to see stars getting injured. The NBA is more fun when there's more star power there. Absolutely. Um, that being said, what do you what do you anticipate KD is going to end up doing here? Uh, I think KD is going to sign with a team that offers him a max. He's not going to take less than a max, five-year max deal somewhere. Although then again, if anyone ever told me what they, they knew what Kevin Durant was going to do, I'd call them a liar. So I guess that's fair. But he, he'll he sign a max deal. Uh, my gut tells me he's going to still be with the Knicks because I don't think Golden State's going to invest that money mm-hmm. on a five-year deal. I think right. they would give him a shorter deal. Uh-huh. But that's my gut's the, the Knicks. Do you think he can survive in New York? He is a certified mental midget. He's gone on record saying he has burners. He gets in spats with the media. And that's with a market that really loved him uh, or you know, grew to love him. When he first came in, he had to sort of brush back against that kind of he was like a turncoat and just went to the went to their rival to win a championship. And at, at first, you, you kind of, I guess, would um, would argue that there was some uh, validity to that. But as his time in Golden State went on, I think he became a little bit more likable. And then this whole thing where he comes back and plays on a bum leg. Uh, I think really changed the narrative because he put his body on the line for his teammates. It backfired, um, but he goes to New York. It's just him. That media market will rip him a new one. I think that for his personality with the media, this injury is a good thing because he's going to have a narrative that's positive for him no matter where he goes. That media is going to love him at the moment because he's coming back from an injury to try to still be the other top three player in the world. Uh I, I don't. I don't see a way that anyone sees him negatively. Although he can't put up with shade, he can't put up with too directive questions. But you know, I think if he can get another star up there with him, he's gonna. Like, he's gonna fine? really. He'll be fine. Yeah. Well, I did hear an interesting rumor. I can't really forget to talk about it later. But the idea, not a rumor, of Kevin Durant signing a max deal there, Kawhi running it back with the Raptors, knowing full well that he's gonna go to the Knicks next year mm-hmm. but why waste a year there yeah. of your prime yeah. go try to win another championship sign the other max mm-hmm. spot next year after your one-on-one is over and, with the yeah, Raptors and like we touched on if, if Kawhi stays and signs that signs that one-on-one that Toronto team is I mean it's it's virtually the same team yeah I think they win or lose to LeBron in the finals yep agreed um Clay is gonna go back to Golden State uh, well, real, qu- real quick yeah. we, we, we kind of skipped over Kawhi just for a second yeah, yeah. Uh, because I do think he's the number one free agent at the moment because of Kevin Durant's injury. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is someone else, just like Kevin Durant, you can't read for a different reason, just because he's quiet. You know, I don't, he doesn't really let his camp leak stuff out, even when they did, it didn't make any sense during his injury time in San Antonio. But now, the idea of him going to the Lakers, and I heard rumors of him going to the Knicks to team up with Kevin Durant, even if it is next year, and then... Just every team, it seems like, has an actual shot at them, at him, except for the Clippers now. I don't feel like the Clippers stand a chance. Yeah. As a pure basketball fan, where do you want to see Kawhi next season? Uh, I would love to see Kawhi run it back with the Raptors because I told you that's, I mean, that's it, but it should be on a one and one. He doesn't need to commit himself there anymore. Agreed. Agreed. But knowing that he could win that, he's, the team he has is so good. Yeah. I mean, and he went from being uh, sort of vilified to being beloved, actually. Yeah. I mean, I have, oh, I have several people that I, like used to be friends with, I guess I see on social media now that were like San Antonio born and bred. Sorry, love the Spurs. <laughs> we'll beat that up. Uh, they they love the Spurs and then they they hate Kawhi Leonard. They hated to see him succeed here. They hated this, and 
like they they can't even probably like they can't even really be mad anymore. They yeah. they he went and won a championship. He knew what he was he, doing, and he he turned into that sort of idea that he's kind of this aloof goober who doesn't really fit the prototypical NBA superstar. But that kind of works for him. Yeah, I mean he's doing his fake laugh on stage at yeah. the parade. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, total 180 on, on Kawhi Leonard. Um, I wasn't high on him either after no, all that. Cause it was kind of crappy. Same. But then I, again, I just, he wanted to get out. Maybe he we, didn't trust the doctors is what he said. I think we both despise the San Antonio Spurs. I can't speak for you. Yeah, but. I hate the San Antonio Spurs as well. But that's because they're so good. And it was still kind of crappy what yeah. he did to them. I was happy to see them crumbling. But yeah. at the same time, like they're a good team. and they, like, I don't know what the problems were. No one ever will. But. Yeah. All right, so let's. I mean, Clay. It's he's he's going to resign. I don't, there's no conversation. He's going to yeah. resign. What is it? One ninety for five years. Mm-hmm. He's going to come back from his ACL injury, being exactly who exactly. he is, a streaky shooter that is scary good at any any moment. You have no yeah. idea. Exactly. Then okay, so these next two guys I want to talk about. Uh, actually, let's let's uh, let's talk about Kyrie and Jimmy Butler. Uh, Kyrie, he is. I, he's an enigma. I don't understand Kyrie Irving. He is in a great situation with LeBron James. He could have been the Pippin to his Jordan, but instead he was like, nope, I'm going to go try to start my own team and win a ship. Goes to Boston and gets injured. His team goes on to have pre, a pretty solid postseason with a bunch of, frankly, I don't want to say nobodies, but at least young they kids. They were rookies, sophomore players, yeah. Who now it looks like we're playing a little bit above the uh, their potential. We'll get into Jason Tatum in a, in a later pod, but uh, what do you make of Kyrie Irving? Because he well, he also he didn't even show up to their Eastern Conference Game Seven right against LeBron. Right. It's just and then he comes back. This, he comes team. back this season, and the Celtics have an atrocious season. I mean, for, I, they 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 went to the playoffs, sure, but they, they underachieved of, to the max and a lot of media attention to their to their dysfunction. But I don't know if it was all Kyrie because you have a lot of those people that were. Like the, the the other kids on the team are about the same age that Kyrie was, or a little bit younger, obviously, than as Kyrie was when it first came out that he had tension with LeBron as a leader. And so they're kind of doing the same thing that he did on the Cavs, but he's also not a leader. He's yeah. a second option. Right. But, but do, you th- do you think he still – he thinks that he can still be that guy? I don't think he does. I think you he knows think he needs so? to be a second option. There was I saw something about him only going to the Nets if KD goes there. Uh. Are only going here if someone else goes there because he knows he needs that other person. Yeah, he needs to be a second option to a top three player. I hope so. I hope you're right. I I don't know uh, if that's <clears throat> if I, I you know I don't know if that's the case. Uh, we'll see. Now Jimmy Butler, I want to talk about him obviously because he's not even a free agent. He somehow made himself a free agent. <laughs> that guy, he he just demands the spotlight. I, I love it, which is why he belongs in New York. Frankly, uh, Jimmy Butler. He, as it's been reported, he's going, I think it was uh, Woj or Shams, I can't remember, uh, Woj or Shams. He's going to take a meeting with Miami and then take a meeting with the Rockets Monday morning. Um, this one, let's, let's, talk, let's have this conversation. The, the Rockets, if you're working in the front office of the Houston Rockets, do you want, do you want Jimmy Butler on that team? Uh, do you want you do, want Jimmy Butler on the team as want, a Rocket? Yeah, do you want Jimmy Butler, I Butler to be a Rocket? I would like to have I, – I, I think I mentioned to you, I would love to see Jimmy Butler on the Rockets if Chris Paul is not on the Rockets because you can't have two cancers in the locker room. Mm. 
<laughs> you can't have you can, you're referring to Chris Paul, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I did I not say that? No, you did. I'm just I'm okay, just saying. Yeah. Uh, I mean if if Chris if Chris Paul is somehow traded away to go anywhere but the Lakers, although the Lakers have four players, so they can't really trade, I guess. But if he's gone, I think Jimmy Butler could be a good second option to James Harden mm-hmm. and one that also sh- can shoot and right. can be clutch because James Harden is not always clutch. And if you have another player that is consistently clutch too, you can make up for that, I okay, think. Okay, so hypothetically, Chris Paul, you can't, I don't think they're moving that contract. No, it's, I don't think so It's either. an awful contract. I, I still – I think Daryl Morey is one, a, a top five for an office guy, but – Gosh, that contract just doesn't make any sense to me because nah. we're going to be pl- we're going to be paying this dude who has a career uh, history of injury into his what age thirty? I think it's thirty seven. Oh my 37. gosh, we're going to be paying forty million when he's thirty seven years old. If he opts old. in, it might be thirty eight. I can't remember. Yeah, just insane. That con. Uh, anyway, Butler, Chris Paul, James Harden. I think the thirty for thirty about that locker room. Oh. Sweet Jesus. It well, would I be... mean, the number of fights that team could get into with other fights and then amongst each other. Yeah. I... But Jimmy Butler, to be fair, like if Jimmy Butler, Chris Paul, and, and James Harden put aside all of their ego, mm-hmm. it'd be a great team. I think, I think they rival the, uh, the Lakers, frankly, in the West because of the cohesion that the team already has. Yeah, I guess. Whereas so. LeBron and Full Anthony team. Davis are going to have to... It's going to take a little bit of time to figure out how to play with... You disagree. I see that smile. Oh, I just... I, I only I only disagree because I want it to be right. amazing. Of course. So, uh, my, my thinking is that the Rockets sort of... They've gone for broke with this. They've been going... To, they've been setting the narrative. They said that we want Jimmy Butler. This is what we're going to give the 76ers for Jimmy Butler. I don't... I don't think it's wise for the 76ers to do this because... Excuse me. You have... You have a team that was one shot away from going, from dismantling the uh, would have been. Gosh, I'm, I'm in a mental pretzel here. The future NBA Finals champions, Toronto Raptors, nailed it. Um, you run it back with that team. I think that they are one of the favorites in the Eastern Conference. Well, but they can't because. I think Jimmy Butler has said, I'm not signing here. It's, it's like a The only way he signs there is in a sign-and-trade scenario. Okay. And I don't, I don't actually know why. Yeah. It seems like they did well. Maybe he's not happy with the players. Maybe I missed something. So the, the but thing with, he, the thing they with, seemed great together. The thing with Butler is that he's always been – he's sort of the Ky, in, in that Kyrie uh, type of player in that he, his, his problems enter the room 10 seconds before he does. And you've always heard that he's a sort of a bad locker room guy, lacks chemistry. But in Philadelphia – he kind of knew who he was. He played pretty well. I think he sort of upped his upped his stake, wouldn't you say? Or? Yeah, I, mean, I thought he was way better. I didn't hear, but there was like one little rumor about him having career problems, or having sorry, not career problems, having locker room problems mm-hmm. or problems with other players. But I, I thought he seemed better. He right. seemed confident. He was clutch as all like as anybody in that whole time there. So the Rockets say we want this guy. We're going to give up. One, two of these three players, Clint Capella, P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon. If you're those three guys and this trade falls through, you walk back into the lock, locker room thinking, oh, this, this kind of sucks. You guys were going to ship my, uh, my ass up to uh, Philadelphia. Well, if here they, we're, we're back. I understand they probably think it's a business. It's but a business. 
it, and if you're the Rockets, it's kind of like you broke up with your girlfriend um, and you call her back two weeks later because being, you know, dating her is still better than being single and you're settling for these guys. Then you have to run it back with what you have, which with a team that got beat by a Kevin Durantless Golden State team. And just, I guess, hope that something sticks that just wasn't fitting the last couple of seasons because the Rockets have just not been able to figure out Golden State. No, I mean, they haven't for a couple years, but I do think that even just run it back without Jimmy Butler and maybe sign some more role players because you have that big, I guess they have enough room for it. Mm-hmm. Get off get off Clint Capella's contract, but run it back otherwise. They could be a force in the West to, to mess with yeah. the Lakers. And I'm, I go on record saying that I really like Clint Capella. I think he's a really nice player. I do too, but, but he's overpaid. In the playoffs, he, he just couldn't stretch the floor, and you need your bigs to be able to sort of draw the defender on the wing as a potential, I don't want to say three-point threat, but somebody who could occasionally knock down a three and Clint Capella outside of eight feet is... Uh, Nothing. Yeah, exactly. He's like, so, it's terrible. Um, okay, let's run through these last five guys. Well, real quick, yeah, I know yeah. we didn't talk about DeMarcus Cousins. I do want to point out one thing sure. about him because I think this would be the best thing, or rather the most entertaining thing to happen in New York in years is somehow they sign him to a max and don't get anyone else. <laughs> I could just see, I could see that that front office doing it, oh, and they would give him a just like a four or five, or sorry, a five year max, and then he just never pans out. <laughs> what a disaster! And they're that stuck on be. it because that's just a New York thing to do. That would be they say amazing. we're getting Kyrie, we're getting KD, <laughs> we're getting whoever, and and you settle for for Boogie Cousins on a five year max oh, deal. Oh gosh, that's New that York. never recovers from his well, Achilles. Now, granted, I will say, of course, uh, KD could never recover from his Achilles injury. But if they sign him to a five-year max deal and that happens, that's way more respectable than yeah. Marcus Agreed. Cousins. I Agreed. mean, my goodness. Yeah, good, 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 good call. Uh, KP, uh, you were just talking about this before we went live. Uh, it looks like he, I mean, max deal. Yeah, five-year, one fifty. I believe. So, you know, Mavs fan. That's, that's I disagree with that's it. That's a contract. I disagree with it, but at the same time, who else are we going to max out? Yeah, true. And you and I, his highlights when he's healthy, he's he's a monster. Yeah, he can he shoot. He can dunk. He can block. He can. He's he could be everything if he can stay on the floor. I think I saw a stat. I can't remember. He's played three three or six games, something like that, in March or later in his entire four year career. I, I, I mean, he's a great, years, he's a great player. It's just the problem is staying on the floor. He has had a little bit of drama off the court this, you know, last couple One of months. One thing, oh, two, which we don't need to talk things, about. But that's the the fight and la- or the, the the fight that, that was, was interesting. I don't think that's on him, that's but that was some media attention. Yeah. Okay. So then you have uh, Tobias Harris, Vucevic, Chris Middleton, D'Angelo Russell. Those four guys are kind of in that. I mean, I would say Middleton, Harris, and D'Angelo Russell are in that second or third tier. Probably third tier. Who was the first one you named? Uh, Tobias Harris. I would still put... Uh, Russell, maybe. I would still put D'Angelo Russell a little bit above. You know, he's got his or his efficiency issues. But. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And those guys are nice pieces. They're not going to move the needle. D'Angelo Russell could be one of those guys in a couple of seasons. But right now, he's still real young. Yeah, I so. think he's only 21. Yeah, so we'll you know uh, it'll be interesting to see where those guys go. Maybe twenty-two. Uh, let's take a, a really quick break, and we'll be right back. 
a lot of uh, people like to do this thing where you you rank moves. We do this in the draft a lot. Like, who won the draft? And it's sort of ridiculous because you don't know who won the draft because these kids are young and you don't know what they're gonna do. I know who, who won this be. year's draft. Yeah, who's that? The Pelicans. Well, yeah, obviously. they got Zion Williamson. They got Zion freaking Williamson for having what but the the eighth worst record in the league, ninth worst record in the league. For the most part, you can't really do that until you know yeah. three years after the fact. But we're gonna do a who, if you had to guess, project your winners of free agency. Uh, Two weeks from now. Yeah, there you go. And winners and losers from free agency. Who's your winner? Uh, I have I have really two here because of just things that could happen. Uh, I couldn't really decide because if the Raptors can can sign Kawhi again, they mm-hmm. they win. No, I think that's a big. I mean, that's a huge acquisition for them. Uh, really, anybody that signs Kawhi is going to be big. But I think going running it back with the Raptors is huge. Uh, but then I see the Nets because they are probably signing Kyrie. If they get KD, trading in D'Angelo Russell for a Kyrie-KD combo who are friends and are good together. Nice little facelift. Maybe not. Definitely not next year because you're not going to have KD. Although right. they're still a good team. Right. They're, they'll be an A seed. Hopefully they just tank, to be honest. But I don't think Kyrie wants to waste a year of his life. No, probably not. A year of his career. Mm-hmm. But that team could really win. If they sign both, they win. Okay, I, 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 I'm going to go with the Celtics because you're getting rid of a guy who kind of led to a lot of dysfunction and a regression of a lot of your young stars who may, became household names last year when he was off the court. Yeah. I don't know. So it's sort of a foregone conclusion that Kimba's going to go to Boston, correct? Yeah, I wish that I believe it. So <laughs> I don't know. You look at that team, and it's a lot of these guys who – you really still don't know who they are, specifically Jason Tatum. I mean, before this year, I said that Jason Tatum's going to be a top 10 guy. He's going to get some MVP votes, which is just a ludicrous statement now because you don't you don't know who the heck Jason Tatum really is. I don't know if you put Kimba into that system if he's going to allow Jason to flourish, but it's a damn uh, it's damn more I would say probable, more highly likely that. Jason Tatum turns into a player now with Kimba than uh, with Kyrie. Well, I do think he needs the ball, and I think Kimba's had the ball a lot, but Kimba doesn't need the ball. But mm-hmm. who else is going to have the ball? Kimba's never Hornets? had that second guy, right? Right, and, but he can be the, the the facilitator that he is because he's really not a great shooter. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not a highly efficient shooter. He has streaks, but he if he can be a facilitator mm-hmm. for Jason Tatum and and all those guys, they. I mean, they could be better. I don't know if also I don't know if they'll keep Terry Rozier, but uh, maybe his problems with the with the I think Celtics are gone with Kyrie. Kyrie. But if if he does, I mean, a facilitator of of Kimba Walker, a mm-hmm. humble guy, that, that's that could be huge. Losing a veteran presence, and we I think we disagree about this. Uh, losing Al Horford is a cause for concern because that's a really young team. But regardless, even I mean, you're going to lose him. It's again, that's that's going to happen. I still think you get rid of Kyrie. Uh, you're you're winning. For, you're my winner of free agency. Yeah, I mean they, but they were getting off a thirty million dollar deal with an aging Al Horford. True. Unfortunately, that's I think mostly because Al Horford wants to see what he can secure at age thirty three. Really, I mean, you have to ask the question: What's more important? A guy like Al Horford is going to give you. You know what he's going to give you on the court, but 
off the court in the locker room. I feel like he's a, he's a big glue guy. Oh, I, feel, I agree. But is he worth team like thirty that? million? Is Probably my not. question. Probably not. I mean, somebody's going to pay him that. So somebody is. I hope it's not the Mavericks. Yeah. Yeah, that would make us the losers of free agency. Uh, so speaking of losers, who's your projected loser? Uh, well, I mean, like homerism-wise, the Mavericks I think are the are the loser here uh, because I don't see us signing anybody big. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I still don't understand the lack of desire to play for the Mavs. But in a more realistic scenario, I definitely think that the Knicks are going to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to miss out on KD. They're going to miss out on Kyrie. They're going to try to make up to it for their fan base, who's already mad that they didn't get the first pick. And then they didn't get the second pick. Um, they got the third pick and picked an inefficient shooter in R.J. Barrett. A month ago thinking that you're going to get a generational talent in Kevin Durant. Exactly. And then Maple Mamba They're about to. R.J. Barrett. They're about to finish out this horror story by signing DeMarcus Cousins <laughs> to a max deal for five years. I just, I don't. I don't put it past them. Those are my loser. I don't, or that is my loser. I don't think any other team has the potential to be as much of a train wreck as they do. Oh, I do. Other than, I do see the Clippers getting nobody and stuff like that, but that is the, because of how high they could have been and what they were supposed to be versus what I believe they'll be. Like, yeah, even the Mavs could do that, right? But I'm not as disappointed in them because whatever. Yeah, I agree with you about New York. Mine is, it was going to be New York or the Rockets. Oh, uh, uh, that's fair. Uh, I mean, we both went. It shows you what type of fans we are. We're, we're both going with our hometown teams. But I think that Maury went and put his balls on the table and said, this is what we want. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to give you. And if the 76ers say it's not enough, then you just kind of I – don't, I don't know where you go. I like Jimmy Butler. I've always been a big fan of Jimmy Butler because he's from Houston. I like the way he plays. He's a little bit of a hothead, and he's had his problems, but – I don't know. I think now, and I've, I've flip-flopped on this several times the last couple of days, I would I'd probably rather have Jimmy Butler than uh, it's probably going to be Eric Gordon and Clint Capella because Eric Gordon had his moments in the playoffs, but he, when, when we needed him, he shrank. Um, it, initially, it was going to be P.J. Tucker and Clint Capella, which I would have been. I think PJ, PJ Tucker's a better keeper than Eric Gordon, in my opinion. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and PJ, good. the the fans love him. And Eric Gordon, he's had he's been a nice player for us. But I think uh, Jimmy Butler in that system is an immediate upgrade. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. I think what we're gonna do is you hypothetical situation. You have a ten you have ten dollars in your back pocket. Uh, the reason this is timely is because we're going to Vegas later next month. You have $10, you're walking through the sports book, you have to put it on a long shot bet. What's your long shot bet for NBA free agency or a move that could result from NBA free agency? Uh, I mean, I would say, not homerism-wise, but favoritism, uh, I would love to put $10, $10 on the Pistons winning the championship. Uh Blake Griffin is my favorite player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love to watch him. The, the way he plays is is beautiful to watch. What about those Whether he has all the problems in the world, all the injuries, mm-hmm. whatever. He's mm-hmm. fun to watch. He's entertaining on TV, separate. He's got a personality. Uh, but I saw a report today that the Pistons are going to sign Derrick Rose to a two-year deal. So we see a Derrick Rose come back into MVP form. I know that seems ridiculous, but it's possible. It's what I would love to see. I've... I can't even imagine the odds for the Pistons to win. It's got to be upwards of 
of plus three thousand. I mean, the 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 money line on there. I think it's really that ridiculous. It's something crazy like that. And I could find it, but I'm not. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's too much. But that would be amazing. But that's really only rivaled by betting the field, the Zion Williams, or that are on on who is going to win Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Because it is Zion. But getting, I, I would love to see the odds. The Remember only, the odds of him getting picked number one? Yeah, it was like it was like ninety thousand to one. Like it was. Ridiculous, and I think and it's, it's one of those. What sucks is the field has a lot more <laughs> candidates. Yeah, but I think I think the odds are going to be that good. Yeah, probably. I, th- I think you're about right. Um, mine is going to be that the Rockets trade for Jimmy Butler. He walks into the locker room, cr- punches Chris Paul in the face, pants James Harden, and declares himself the king of Houston. I, I think that's actually uh, what's going to happen. That sounds like too. a sports talk Joe tweet. <laughs> I could actually see it's him. A, it's a hot. I mean, it's a one million take. If I could I see him. Book, I don't think my bookie's going to have the line on that. But. He's going. He's going to like pose as as Woj and tweet out something exactly like that as soon as yeah. this unfortunate it's, trade happens for it, you. It's going to happen. And honestly, I, you know, I flip flopped on this. I just talked about this. I don't know what to think about this Jimmy Butler thing, and I hate that it's been this wide open because I feel like the best front offices right now are kind of shutting their mouths and I don't know I don't know I'm just I, I think the Golden State Warriors have just ruined me as a, as a fan of basketball and Let's, just acknowledging that your window's closing but we'll see uh, a lot of people have the Rockets as favorites to, to win the entire thing next year so where's uh, that at? It's Vegas. Okay. Are you calling me on my? Okay, hold on. Well, bad, I just, that's a little bit of the po- homerism there, but I do NBA. I do think that NBA. You hear me typing away? Yeah. ends. I do think that the Rockets yes. could win it if the Lakers and Rob Polinka really just don't pan out. In uh, that's weird. That was. Uh, we just had a little bit of a power. Don't switch. pan out in free. Agents. Okay, they're the third. They're they're third, according to Vegas, odds to win the the championship next year. So, I wasn't so far off. So, <laughs> thanks. Well, they're not they're not number one. Do you actually see the? Can you see the Pistons on there? We talked about it. Yeah. What are the Pistons at? What are their odds? Oh, I haven't scrolled that far yet. Hold oh on. yeah. Still. See, ten dollars. How much am I gonna win? You know uh, better than I do. Plus ten thousand. Oh, see, I said over three. It's plus ten thousand. What does that, that mean? The, I went hundred thousand dollars. Those are the lowest odds. They are tied with the likes of the Charlotte Hornets, Cleveland Cavaliers. Would I win a hundred thousand dollars for that? I don't. You're the math guy. No, that's a hundred thousand. Yeah, that's what I said. Would I win a hundred thousand dollars for you that? You said a million, didn't you? No, I didn't. We've reached that point in the podcast where we're arguing about math, and you're the marketing major. I, you, I mean, we've talked about this. The reason I, I might stopped bet ten dollars on that. The reason I stopped being a business major is because I walked into financial accounting. And I didn't understand how to do a, how to balance a whatever sheet that's not the word I don't, I don't i don't know there's a reason i don't know uh okay anyway we are gonna be tuned in for the next <laughs> balance sheet there you go be tuned in for the next couple of days i'm really excited to see what goes on um i'm assuming we'll probably reconvene in a couple of days and record another one after some of the moves have been finalized thank you so much for tuning in andrew do you have anything uh, to say to sign off? Uh, just last hot take. I really think the Trailblazers need to make a Toronto-style trade. Get rid of C.J. McCollum or or go crazy. Get rid of Dame Lillard in this free agency trade situation. 
Uh, make make a Toronto style trade. Cut I just want clip. that to be Put my, that my back pocket. Take that's there. that's your that's your take. Stick into it. Thank you guys for joining us, and we're looking forward to what's next. Uh, y'all good evening. One, two, three. Jumping off the porch like mom's not home. Tell me why the best things feel so wrong. Summer nights, love them how they take so long. Run with the feeling of being alive.